Hi, everyone. My name is Julie C., and I'm a compulsive overeater and a 100-pounder. Before I begin, I would like to invite the higher power and all loving beings uh, into this uh, with a moment of silence. Hi, I'm Julie C., and I'm, as I mentioned, I'm a compulsive overeater, and I'm powerless over food and my crazy thinking, and I have this program and the steps in my higher power and this fellowship and view all to help me to stay alive. And boy, have I got a beautiful life now, right now. I'd like to mention first before I begin that I am powerless over um, any intruder that might come in and I trust God to give me the grace to deal with any, uh, which again, is not coming from me. Uh, Anyway, I should mention that today is November 27th, at least on the East Coast of the United States. And um, 2023, and I began my abstinence in earnest uh, to try it away a number of times. And I started my abstinence in earnest, which is by the grace of God only, one day at a time, one meal at a time, one event at a time, one moment at a time. Uh, The grace of God has helped me to stay abstinent no matter what I have been feeling. Uh, and no matter how unfair things have felt, and no matter how angry or sad or happy or anything else, I've been able to transfer uh, my feelings of that the food is my God, my friend, my all, my only friend and rescue and refuge. And now my higher power fills that role. And instead of me being the center of the universe where... I get to call the shots for pretty much every kind of disaster uh, that I had ignored and uh, just denied and pretend it wasn't a disaster that I had caused. Uh, caused. Uh, I now um, uh, acquiesce to uh, the beautiful and loving plan of my higher power, even when things are very very, very hard and painful and lonely and discouraging and and, uh, I may feel uncertain and uh, feel uh, powerless and yet my higher power is there guiding me with his hand uh, on my back to reassure me and got my back. Um, I should mention that uh, recently I have been homeless on and off for, for a few months and, uh, with nowhere to go, and higher power took care of that too, you know. So back in 2008, I spent a year, I was uh, 200 and, at my top weight, I was 200 and, excuse me, 310 pounds. I did go through the Rue NY gastric bypass surgery 
I've been warned by a, f- a friend, a fellow member of, of OA, um, who wasn't part of a group that I went to, that you know, not to do, not to do the, the operation. I did the operation went went very successfully, um, uh, but she was right because after the first thirty days and the first thirty pounds, I picked up the food again uh, because the food obsession is between my ears. And had nothing really to do with the size of my stomach, but I would, I would, I would do it again because it did provide some uh, for uh, for four years from 2004, 2008, some sense of uh, to some degree some some opposed uh, control. I, I I went from 310 to uh, in a way the numbers don't matter. 310 to about. Oh, was it 286? And then I could not budget of my own power. So um, I, I had uh, had fibromyalgia real, real, real bad because of the foods I was eating, sugars and artificial sweeteners and stuffing myself with uh, flour products and uh, cheap, cheap foods that afforded, you know, uh, you know, filling and comfort and and the idea, the illusion that because they were cheap. Uh, I was, you know, getting by okay, but in fact, it was absolutely no nutrition, no vitamins, no minerals, no vital enzymes that give us life, you know, and so forth. That all changed when, at the end of the year, uh, December uh, December tenth, to be exact, I was uh, struck abstinent, and I became I was twelve step by a member of a program that a different program I'm in. She was in Israel. I, I was in America and we would talk on her morning and my night. And she said, I have 22 years of abstinence. And I thought, Oh my goodness, I guess this is a a viable lifestyle choice. So, um, started going to meetings December 5th by December 10th. Uh, by the way, I started out in the, 90-day program part of OA, and for me, that was the best thing because I didn't know I was allergic to uh, or had a very peculiar reaction to uh, things with flour, and in my particular case, with sugars and sweeteners, I had no idea that, uh, you know, the body just, you know, reacts in a very peculiar way, and... um, uh, in that uh, w- once I had ingested any of these kinds of foods, that the obsession, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, which was very subtle, it was like, oh no, I don't have an obsession. No, 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 what's that? I, I have control. You know, I can pick it up, put it down anytime I want to. But then, why was it then that I wanted and read into that needed? the way a cocaine or heroin addict needs their particular dose every, you know, which uh, gets upped every, so often, you know, why was it that I needed three uh, sugary things every day at least in order to feel okay and like a human being? I was completely isolated, I had no friends, nothing, nobody, I had no self-esteem and completely in denial of the pains that I was having, agonizing pains. Uh, had anything to do with uh, my eating until finally the pain was so bad that I 
confided to my friend in Israel, uh, and that's when she revealed that she had 22 years of abstinence and advised going to 90 day. Anyway, I struck back abstinent, went through a pretty horrible withdrawal, but I was so desperate for abstinence that I was willing to go through any kind of suffering, any, any, anything God would ask me to do. And that's when I immediately started working. The st- I didn't have any kind of sponsor to help me work through the steps, um, except, you know, briefly kind of step one, you know, write a history, you know, I mean, in depth, not just, uh, kind of factually, but emotionally. What was it like from the la- from my first memory of food issues until the present and what it had cost me and the pain and so forth? This is not to, to, to shame me, this is to love me and realize that I deserved to not have this kind of pain in my life anymore. And step zero for me was, hey, wait a minute, I didn't, you know, I didn't sign on for this much kind of pain and that's that's like hitting a bottom that is hitting my bottom so wait a minute wait a minute now this is insane and i am insane there's something seriously wrong with me you know and it's like what then i have a choice of well am i gonna am i gonna bury my head in the sand but i couldn't and continue into oblivion and just and just die i sat in the bus stop uh late at night heading to the donut shop you know, six blocks of donut shop on a bus and waiting for the bus to come. It came to me very clear as day, this very, a very sober, neutral thought, which was that I had 18 months from that point at age 47 to live. And when the bus arrived, uh, it was very sobering. I thought, gee, that's sad, you know, that that, that I'm going to die probably by the time I'm 48. And that's when it was like, wait a minute now. You know, Julie, you des- you deserve better than that. I mean, you're really not that bad that you ought to die, for heaven's sake. Seriously, you know, I mean, you're not some kind of criminal or really awful person. I mean, you know, let, let, let's give this a chance, you know. And that's when I think God helped me, you see, through all the process of thinking of like, well, you know, you know, you you really deserve to live. You know, honest to God, you know, you're not that bad. I mean, you're kind of criminal. So you deserve to live. And so that's when I think I did take step one and realize, you know, it's not just that I like food. It's not just that, oh, yeah, I'm a compulsive overeater. You know, put it on the back burner, no big deal, right? Oh, yeah, I'll get to it when I get to it, you know. But that was really my fear to terror talking, you know, about giving up the crutch of the food. And and it, wa- it was a crutch. Uh, I was happy, sad, angry, you know, lonely, whatever it was. It was my God. And then I had to become willing to uh, try a different way, a radical different way. Very, very, very frightening. But it was more scary for me to lose my ability to walk because... Uh, several decades prior, when I was a young person, I had reached the level of black belt in uh, a, uh, a you know a, a, a Kyokushin karate, and taken an additional two years until I get sick, you know, with uh, my mental illness. And at that time, right now, I've pretty much been cured of my mental illness by the grace of God. There's still many things that I watch. I have a little touch of ADD and so forth that I ADHD and I watch that and use a lot of nutrition things. Anyway, what's the point? The point is that within two months of becoming abstinent, I threw in my cane. All the pain was gone. 
fast forward, was working the steps uh, uh, diligently and found beautiful sponsors along the way. Many other sponsors didn't work out. But the point is that, in fact, my first sponsor, I had a, uh, I worked with her for th- three weeks. She she helped me formulate a food plan. She didn't rush me into it. It was a beautiful thing. She understood the pacing of it. Uh, it was newly absent herself, and her, her particular symptoms were anorexia. and So it was a little bit different. Uh, uh, she gave me certain measurements, and I realized I actually had to add an ounce, you know, to, to, to the uh, proteins I was having. And anyway, the thing is that the, several times, four or five times, she didn't show up for our, uh, you know, meetings and, and made no explanation. And I would feel rage, okay? Now, uh, the last time, for, you know, and I was so scared to speak up, but then my rage would come out. It's like, anyway, the point is that, that I realized I had a choice. I was like, really? really enraged for about five days or so, you know, just like blind rage. And I, I could, I could have done the knee jerk thing, uh, and said, well, fuck it. I'm just gonna, you know, go back to eating, you know, and eat myself in the oblivion, you know, and, but why would I punish myself? Or why would I punish her either? I wanted to punish her. Um, I told her calmly that the, that, that I was just very distressed about her not showing up, and she explained. So it, it, I wasn't able to accept it at the time. Later, I was able to understand that she hadn't enough recu- you know, t- time. Anyway, the point is that, that I knew... Hey, Julie, we're not hearing you anymore. If uh, you're still on the line, looks like you're still on the line, but oh. looks like we maybe have lost Julie. Uh, let's give her a second to come back in here. Well, maybe Julie can't come back in. The meeting is unlocked, so she can come back in, but maybe she's having technical issues on her end. Oh, there she is. If you can hear me, Julie, come on in. Hi, it's Julie. It's Julie uh, back again. This is I'm a, not sure. Well, it's not a question. Oh, thank you. Can you, hear me? Uh, can you hear me, everybody? It's Julie from... We from, can. Uh, yes, we can. We can oh, hear you. thank you. Can I have my five Your seat is still warm, so go ahead. 
Thank you very much. Uh, okay, so I'll uh, cut to the chase here and say that uh, here I am, fifteen, almost fifteen years later, uh, and I have um, released uh, all together. Let me see now. From through ten, I'm at one fifty three now. That's only the you know the surface of the recovery I've received. I've learned to have the ability to say no, which is no small thing coming from the family that I came from. I've also learned um, because of the terror involved, uh, you know, and I'm still working on that. I'm working on learning how to enjoy myself without also feeling terror and working on that for seven years. I, I've had enormous, gigantic, ups and downs, roller coaster of emotions, and still I hung on for dear life to my absence because it what it what it is life you know and my higher power you know and my fellows um one time i experienced terror for six weeks unrelenting except for maybe 15 or 20 maybe half an hour uh, uh because i was afraid of men i still have that issue but uh but not but only select in you know and i'm able to you know, and most of all, I think I'm learning also, besides learning to love myself, most learning to roll with the punches and deal with pretty desperate feelings of helplessness and powerlessness and, and turning it over to God, even when I feel like God isn't there at all, and just say I'm powerless, you know, and breathe through it moment at a time. Now, I mentioned at the beginning that I had been homeless, and it was getting cold. I was sleeping under a bridge, of a, a, a train, and so forth. And, and uh, where I'm now, um, uh, God lifted me up, and, and uh, someone has hired me here and become my friend. I'm now uh, working on a small estate farm that's kind of like uh, a little neglected. This person is the exactly right person to have as a friend. I'm not a romantic friend, of course. I, I'm a lesbian, and this gentleman is this and his whole family is very loving towards me. I'm learning a lot. This is directly my higher power. I should mention there are times I get angry with higher power. So instead of saying, running away and saying, "Oh, okay, God, well, I, I think I got this now," you know, uh, you know, pretending I'm not angry. I, I write it out. I write every day, letter to God, letter back, when I think God would like. To say to me, instruct me to do that day, and help me to feel more trusting. Uh, I don't know what else I can share. I hope I help the newcomer, especially the suffering newcomer, but the suffering people returning. We all, all of us, recovery suffering. I'm Julie, and I am from Albany, New York. Uh, my, my number in Eastern Time is seven one eight two nine zero. Three six six zero seven one eight two nine zero three six six zero. Please step first. Um, I do take calls. I can't sponsor right now. I do take calls uh, and leave a message. Otherwise, with your number, otherwise, we'll not be able to call you back. Thank you so very much for letting me share and empower me to share. Hope I help somebody. Thank you. I pass.